Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is sex part four. I'm so excited. <laughs> you... We get to be fun again. I know. Oh, There's going to be no talk of world happenings. Yeah. No, <laughs> Just like, hating dicks everybody. and butts and vag and all those oh, fun wow. things. All that good stuff. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do your... My little, my little thing. Your little, my little thing. thing that yeah, I like do to your do. little chit-chats. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so the little thing that I like to do around here is um, ask you all to please go give us a five-star review. Please. 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 That's um, like sex to us at this point. That's true. Yeah, okay, yeah. That really gets me going. Let me Sex is good, but have you ever got a five-star <laughs> review on uh, iTunes? Actually. And also go follow us over on um, Instagram. At I Can Explain Podcast. There's a link in the bio that you can click there. And there's a link for merch. There's our Patreon. Huge shout out to our patron Aiden for supporting us, being so generous with that. Thank you so much. And all of our patrons, you're amazing. You help us create this um, content weekly. And we really appreciate you. But yes, go check that out. You can also follow us personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. And wherever you're listening, we'd really appreciate it if you subscribed or followed, shared us with your friends and family. Um, I know this episode might be a little um, uncomfortable to share with your family, so maybe but just stick still with do it. Yeah, do, okay, do it anyways. You know, we need yeah, the hype. Fill Granny's inbox with this episode. <laughs> okay, so Sean gave me some homework. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For... Because I we've tried to do sex part four. About five times. Yeah. But we're about to do it, and I say to Sean, I have no idea what we talked about on one, two, or three. Which she says all the time. Yeah. I wish we could do this, but I don't know what I've talked about. (laughs) I'm like, well, here's the fun thing about podcasts, is that they actually go out to the internet, and then you (laughs) could actually listen to it again. (laughs) So I always um, say I'm going to do that, and then I don't do that. Um, But this time I promised Sean that I would, because we have been wanting to make this episode, and Oh my god. I was looking back for the sex episode and I was like, you know, a month goes by, two months goes by. 2019. So long. 2019. That's how that's the last time you listened to one of our episodes. <laughs> No, literally, I went all the way back and I was like, oh my gosh, it's been this long since we've had a dedicated sex episode. Like I know we trickle sex in yeah, along the way. Yeah. Um but this is long overdue. So I did go back and I listened to them. And I have to say, some of my faves. Quality content. Quality content. Yeah. If you are a new listener, go back and listen. Because um, I know I'm a little biased, but I was laughing out loud. Yeah. Well, I make us. you laugh every episode. I know. <laughs> but it was really funny. And I actually wrote down, um, not only because I thought it was really funny, but also as proof that I went back and oh, listened. Oh, my God. I wrote down you a You thought I'd quiz quotes. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... This is my favorite quote that came out um, of the whole thing. Um, It was, (laughs) sometimes your vag smells around your period. That's what I say. Okay. And you say, rock on. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought, wow. (laughs) Rock on. Rock on. Rock on. And then I follow follow that up by saying, it's annoying to me. Like, shouldn't it be enough that I want to have sex with someone? Like, the fact that anyone has to think about the state of their body um, or any insecurities is ridiculous because you're already giving someone such a gift by having this close, intimate experience with you. Yeah. So I say, my vag smells, my vagina's hairy, 
my nipples are soft. <laughs> are you going to fuck me or not? <laughs> and I stand by that. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I stand by that, you know? like That's, that's the a, checklist. That's the checklist. <laughs> I'm laying it all out. I'm going to give you a stinky cooch, <laughs> soft nips. <laughs> but hairy I'm body, full on hairy. But, you know, here I am. A here gift. you are, yeah. A gift to you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we've obviously <laughs> had a lot of groundbreaking conversations in regards to sex. Yeah. Um, and we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. And um, I'm happy because I feel like this is going to be just like a really lighthearted, fun episode. And, uh let's just let's just dive real deep and hard right in Ooh, yeah deep and let's hard. do it <laughs> let's just slide right into this so what do you are you uh you did your research for mm-hmm. once mm-hmm. do you have mm-hmm. anything that you want to start or do we um start with the anal edition <laughs> <laughs> anal <laughs> You know what? Um, it's not just talking about anal. It's how anal makes you feel. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not having a podcast entirely dedicated to anal, but it's yeah. about how that podcast dedicated to anal <laughs> makes you feel. Um, yeah, let's just let's just dive right in. I think that we were very much lacking... Um, in anal. In, in the anal division. <laughs> in the other episodes. Yeah. We, didn't, we, we, you know... You could we, say we were behind. We, <laughs> No? Okay. <laughs> There's definitely a hole in Ab- the content that we were providing. You know? <laughs> but we're going to come from the rear. <laughs> okay, so I um, have this gift. Speaking oh. of anal. <laughs> yeah. I have this gift that I have like a sixth sense, like a spidey sense of okay. people I know having anal. <laughs> Okay. And it's happened on multiple occasions. Uh-huh. Uh, most of the time, uh, friends of mine that identify as women, um, straight or not straight, um, mm-hmm. all over the spectrum, yeah. have texted me out of the blue. Okay. One of them, uh, my close friend, not going to say their name, um, said, I had really weird sex last night. <laughs> That's the only thing their text message okay. said. And I said, you did anal. <laughs> and they were like, I did do anal. And I was like, perfect. And then the other one was even vaguer. Okay. They said, I have something to tell you. Out of the blue, I have something to tell you. And my response was, you did anal. And they were like, I did do anal. What is this I about don't know. You? I can just sense it. It's like gaydar, but it's like... Holdar. Holdar. <laughs> Oh my god, you know like Game of Thrones? Yeah. Maybe that's what he was trying to say. Oh. <laughs> Not hold the door. That's what it hold was. Hold on. That's what it was all along. He could tell that some folks around here yeah. had been doing the anal. And his hold R was going on. Oh my god, wow. That's interesting. That's should, a rewrite. Yeah. You should write some fanfic with yeah. that direction. Um, so yeah, I just have the sense, um, maybe people are, uh, too comfortable telling me about their anal experiences because I am a gay man. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a gift of mine Mm -hmm. and a gift and a curse, you know, it goes both ways always. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like I watched, um, I think it was Ellen. I don't know. One time, and Kim we Kardashian was don't. on. Oh, we don't we don't discuss no, that yeah. anymore. It was a it was a talk show host. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very a very niche talk show host. <laughs> probably haven't heard of her. Um, Kim Kardashian was on, and they said, "What's like a weird like party trick that you have?" Anal. And, <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> no, she was like, I can uh, tell when people have cavities. Like, I can their... smell it. Yeah. And it is, afterwards, I looked it up because I didn't believe it. And there are certain people that can smell this type of smell yeah. that other people can't. And it's very, like, particular. And it was, like, some crazy thing. Like, one out of, like, 100,000 people can literally walk by someone in a room. Like, you don't even have to be, like, close to their mouth. Yeah. And could just, can just tell that they have a cavity. So I guess Kim Kardashian's one of those people. So, like, is that the curse aspect? Like, if you're walking in the mall, can you just be like, oh, anal? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, ugh, they did, they did anal. Like, like, and is there, like, a time ratio of when it I'm probably I'm, like, in the happened? last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's fresh. Yeah. This one's right yeah. before they came to winners. Absolutely. They, they did anal. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're walking funny. Yeah. <laughs> I would never go to a winners though. <laughs> I am at winners all the time. I know. We've we've talked about this before. I I am not a winners person, and yeah. I do love a deal. So don't yes. get me wrong. It's not the it's not the concept of winners that it's I don't the chaos like. Of it's it. the chaos. Yeah. I, know. I do like a deal, but I'm not a searcher. Right. You know. Okay. I have been to Winners probably a thousand times in my life. Okay. The center of Winners, I have never entered into. No. No, you have to <laughs> you just... You have to do the if circle. If you go to the center, you're never getting you out. You never get out. But the question is, have you done anal <laughs> in a Winners? <laughs> Okay, well, that's a different story. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's in the center of that's Winners. Center. That's why you never go there. Yeah. <laughs> the one time I entered yeah. into the center of Winners. Just couldn't stop analing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just do a lap around, similar to a lot of people with buttholes, right? Yeah. You just, just do the lap, lap around. <laughs> yeah. You don't actually you just enter. hit the edges, yeah. but you don't. don't you asked me a question recently. Okay. Um, well, actually, we'll get into that. But okay. what are your feelings um, on anal? Anal? On butt stuff. Um, because I... Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have another option. Right. You know? Yeah. There's not... I don't have a plethora of things Holes. to fill. Yeah. Um, but people with vaginas yeah. have another option. You're picking and choosing. And one of those options is harder to get into. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's much harder to get like, into. Like, it's like, if there's two doors, one is like, one is a, a push mm-hmm. to enter. Yes. And the other has like a padlock mm-hmm. and like a fingerprint access and you have to clean the room inside and, like, some first. Like, when you go in, you kind of go like brush past this yeah. like, like, rigidity door. Yeah. It hurts a little bit. Yeah. And you don't know if like the room on the other side is going to be messy. Yeah. Or like a porterhouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I don't really have another choice. And as um, as somebody with a prostate, mm-hmm. I have um, a more pleasurable aspect to it. Right. You know? Yeah. Because okay. that that is how that is that right? Yeah, yeah. The prostate's that's, that's the G spot. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm always intrigued about mm-hmm. what the other side feels. Yeah. I yeah, I think that people like you know, humans in general like to take the path of least resistance. Yes. In yes, general. Yes, yes, yes. But there are the people that, you know, like a challenge. <laughs> like a hard path. Yeah. <laughs> some people are running on the track and yeah. some people are through the woods, no map, <laughs> you know? But similar to how I feel about running in that <laughs> if no one's chasing me, why am I doing it? Right. I don't really like to challenge myself. Okay. Um, I'm more of a path of least resistance kind of gal. Um that said, I do like to engage the other person on a difficult journey. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> so you like to chase them, make them run. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
I um, but I mean that's similar across the board. Like I'm not as big into penetration in general. I've talked right, about yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. So like usually I'm more of the giver than the receiver when it comes to penetrative sex, um, regardless of door, if you will. Yes. Um, but that said, like I'm not opposed to it. I've I've tried it, and I I don't know. I feel like to me, and this is obviously going to be different for different people, different bodies. Um, to me, it's more of the like less about the actual feeling. Like I don't think I would ever orgasm from penetrative butt stuff. Uh huh. It's more the like, oh my gosh, we're doing butt stuff. Like that's kind of freaky. And See, that's I think what. Especially with, like, straight... I know, gross. Um, yeah. But, like, straight sex, mm-hmm. I think that there's this weird fetishization of anal. Yes. Because it's... Um, taboo. Yeah, taboo. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's almost like we could be doing this yes. vaginally. Yes. But, but then I think there's, like, kind of a gross aspect of it that, like, especially in porn, mm-hmm. there's, like, a gross aspect of, like... It being, like, dominating. Or like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it should In be... In, like, a non-consensual yeah, way. Yeah, I'm like, it should be uh, their choice yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. there's that kind of gross, like, fetishization of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, sure. find, I find it interesting, too. Um, just, like, that choice factor. Like, I've never really thought about it that way. Um Eh. it's because I guess it's true like even with like for example like I'm in a relationship where no one has a penis yeah but like we can get a penis involved like not a not an actual penis but a dildo right Right. so like we can perform the same like sex acts if you will that like a cis heterosexual couple would perform just with like a strap on whereas like for People in relationships that only have buttholes, like your relationship, you guys can't get a vagina. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you Would can't... I want to? No. No. But... <laughs> no, but you guys can't be like, oh, we'll just go to the sex store and pick up a vagina so that we can do the vaginal yeah. thing. Yeah. In the way... Am I making any sense? You are, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like, for you, that's the that's the option. Yeah. Um. So the only way that I can really, like, relate to that is if, like dildos were not an option like if i just had to use my body and my girlfriend's body to have sex right um because i think a lot of um sex in general whether it's because of like the way that we like grew up seeing sex normalized or like in sex ed is like heterosexual and cis um a lot of sex acts or like sex toys are about like recreating that heteronormative body pairing. Yeah. Right? Like, even in lesbian sex. Like, the number one question that people give to lesbians when it comes about sex is, like, oh, but, like, like you don't want to, like, penis? Like, you don't want, like, a... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, like, that understanding that there's, like, a lack of something because a penis isn't involved. Or, like, if you're lesbians, why are you using a strap? Exactly. Like so, like, there's thing. that weird kind of thing. So, like, it's interesting that for, like, when you're in a relationship with two people with vaginas, it feels like a lot of what's marketed to you is kind of filling that gap. But when it's comes literally and figuratively, yeah. <laughs> yes. But when it comes to a relationship with two people with buttholes, there's nothing that they can market to you to fill that gap. It's just like instead, well, yeah, yeah. It's like instead, just do that act in the butt. Yeah, instead, absolutely. 
So I just find that fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Gabers. Today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention. And it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Have you ever wondered what like a vagina would feel like with your penis opposed to a butthole? Um, so here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would be that different. Okay. Because... Like, your penis isn't that... Sensitive, too. It's sens- It's very sensitive, um, but it's not that sensitive in, like, you know, it's not going to be able to discern two things that are kind of similar. Right. It's sensitive to the touch, but it's not creating, like, a 3D model in its exactly. own mind of what's Yeah, surrounding. it's not, like, you know, breaking down, like, everything <laughs> that's going on. It's like, I'm in something, and I'm okay. rocking on. <laughs> <laughs> rocking on. Um, so yeah, I honestly don't think it would be that different. Right. I think like honestly that I would assume, maybe mm-hmm. you can tell me, I would kind of assume that like the inside of a mouth of uh the inside of a v- v- vag uh-huh. and the inside of a butt are pretty similar textures. <sighs> tell me I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. I, okay. I think you're wrong. Because it's the it's the it's all in the folds, if you will. Like I, I, I don't just... got any folds, bitch. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I just feel like if I am like using fingers uh-huh. to have sex, penetrative right. sex, and I'm putting my fingers into a vagina yeah. or into a butthole, it's very clear which is which. Well, like if you if you blindfolded me. Right. You know, if my girlfriend blindfolded me and it was but a guess you're, which but hole you're, game, you're... I would very much know. <laughs> Come on down to guess that hole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And I also feel like if you were used to having sex with a butthole all the time, yeah. a vagina would feel very much like roomier <laughs> no that's i think the you difference know? yeah like, i think that's the difference yeah um i think that is the difference for sure but also you're speaking um to your understanding with fingers which i think right. do have a more of a tactile understanding <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm waiting for the day that like it's like evolve that... <laughs> and your penis is like a third hand that like feels around for things it. like it's like that game that you close your eyes and you like for halloween and you like put your hand in a box right and it's yeah. like it's a brain but it's yeah. just like wet spaghetti or like okay, it's eyeballs yeah. and it's like just stripped grapes uh-huh. 
like if I put my dick in the same boxes, <laughs> okay, I probably so I probably couldn't tell you what they were. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you ever get those moments where you're like, what is my life? Like, Every we're day. Just sitting in a closet talking about you putting your dick in, in a Halloween and touching cold it on spaghetti. different touching it on different things. And you're like, could it tell couldn't you? Couldn't tell you. It's either a brain or spaghetti. <laughs> kind of cold, kind of warm. Yeah. Don't know. Other than that, don't know. Yeah, so that's how I feel. Okay, that's very fair. I didn't really think about it I that think way. the 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 tightness would yeah. be a pretty big distinction. Yeah. But besides that, I think the texture. Right. Um, the texture. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I hate that I the use that word. The um, yeah. <laughs> Can't with this. Okay, uh, so you asked me a question recently. Okay. Um, when we were on, we were drunk on Zoom, okay. and you asked me if I. When I'm eating a butt, uh-huh. um, if I penetrate said butt with a tongue. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I said yes, and you, I think you jotted that down. <laughs> I, I jotted. <laughs> you said, little, uh, enter with note. tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Is okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess if you're, if you're saying that sometimes you chase, that means you I put the tongue in the butt. You eat the butt. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I've been known to do that. You know what's sad to me? What? It's, you know when Kanye West Mm -hmm. got, he's a piece of shit, so fuck him. But um, when he got roasted by Amber Rose, and he did so much worse shit than she did to him. But she pointed at the wrong thing. Do you agree? Is that what you're going at? I'm going the butthole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did point at the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> or the right thing. Yeah, who knows? Um, and then she basically said that he liked a finger in his butt. Yeah, during sex. Yeah, and everybody was like, eh, oh, "Gross, loser." Yeah. It makes like, me what? sad that like there's so much gross heteronormativity yeah. forced upon every aspect of life. Yeah, that there are so many straight men that won't understand the pleasure sometimes (laughs) of just getting your shit rocked up the butt. (laughs) Rock on! Rock on! (laughs) Because like, like I was saying before, like our bodies Mm. um, uh, are built so that we can climax from the butt. Yeah, 100%. So I'm like animals in the wild do it all the time too. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's so, a thing. So I'm like, it's just kind of sad to me that there are so many uh-huh. straight men or just men in in general mm-hmm. that have just completely pushed that to the side. Yeah. because of how they feel they're going to be labeled. Totally, and it's so interesting to me that like something like that is a label. Like when you strip it all back. Do you ever think, like, okay, if you dropped, like, ten humans, like, cleared their memories, right. and then, like, dropped them on a random planet where there was no understanding of, you like, come back what? five days later and they'd all be analing. All be analing. <laughs> they'd be in the center of winter fucking <laughs> off the butt, okay? But, yeah, like, it's so weird that because of, like, some understanding of, like, gay men have sex up the butt, yeah. that the correlation is drawn that you have to be a gay man in order to enjoy butt pleasure. I know cuz it's like so it's not odd. like gay men have sex up the butt. It's like gay men have unlocked that they can climax 
very well and hard up the butt. Yeah. Yeah. And gay men, a lot of the times, are in relationships with two people with with penises and buttholes. Yeah. So they are doing that because there's not other things necessarily to do and enjoying it. And it's great. But, like, those are the body parts that you're often working with. So, like, it's not that, like... You're gay because you like butt stuff. No. You are gay and I then you're hate in a relationship. Women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're gay and then you're in a relationship with someone who also has a penis. Yeah, it's a compulsory. And then that's what you do because there's that's what you the body parts allow for. Yeah, the anal didn't make me gay. Yeah, exactly. But the I sexuality think that, made me gay. But I think that is like a backwards thinking. Like I think that like a lot of straight men or the stigma is is that because I was we, just walk, I was just like chilling in life. Then I anal'd, and yeah. then I was like, "Oh, I'm gay now." And you're like, "Oh, I guess I since I like it up the butt, I'm gay." I, yeah. And it sounds so <clears throat> ridiculous to say, but I literally think that there's a lot of straight men out there that, that think that, that way. way. Yeah. And they actually think like, and I think this is like goes across the board for queerness. Oh, totally. A lot of um like sexualities are stripped down to sex acts. Like, we've talked about this on the podcast before. That like That's, like, the first thing that people think first of when people, you come out. Yeah, when you come out, it's like, oh, you're gay, so that means He's you do He's in winners. Yeah. <laughs> he, he went center to of the winners center of winners for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, it's, like, I, that's such a backwards thought that they think that, like, your understanding of your own sexuality or your sexual awakening is because you like certain sex acts. Yeah. And it's like, no, you like certain people and then because the of the certain people are you like part of that. are part of that yeah. because of the uh, I like this person and person. I want to have sex with them. That's yeah. what it is. And their body and my body fit together in this way. In limited ways. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what we're going to figure out. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that is sad to me that there's like this whole untapped like maybe like sexual exploration because of stigmas. Not to say that everyone would want it otherwise, but it's just funny that it's, or sad, depending on how you look at it, that it's just, like, locked down completely. Yeah. Like, there's plenty of people that do not like, like, I've I've talked about before, like, penetration. So, um, I, I, I like it sometimes. It's not like a, it's not like a total across the board, but I typically prefer no penetration. And for me, like... I still wanted to, like, try that. Like, it would have been a weird thought for me to be like, I can't, because if I do penetration, it means X, Y, Z. Yeah. And so, like, it's not to say that every straight cis man out there isn't gonna, is gonna like it, but it's weird that they just wouldn't try because of these thoughts. Yeah, because of the stigma Because of the stigma. It. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of, and we've talked about this before a bit, but... I think a lot of the reason I don't do butt stuff or Mm -hmm. engage in butt stuff a lot is because of, like... The work. The work involved. Oh, my God. And, like, the cleaning factor. I do a lot of, like, external butt stuff. Right, yeah, Like, I I think, like, honestly, if 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 you don't... If you can just squeegee the edge, you're good to go. Yeah, Yeah, like, the external, you know, whatever you want to call it, finger, tongue, whatever. But, like, as soon as you're entering that door, there is that conscious, like, is this... Whatever. Yeah. And I think it's also different to a sense, and you might disagree with me on this, but like in my relationship, it would be with hands that we talked about are much more tactile. Yeah. Or with mouth, your mouth. (laughs) So like it's very much like you can feel everything going on in that cavity, if you will. And I'm very much aware of that too, that if someone were to go up there, I'm like, 
they're going to be feeling everything up there. Whereas with the penis, as you said, it's going up there. And if it's, it's not like, where am I? It doesn't really know, right? Yeah. So I think it's like different in that sense. No, I agree with that. Like, would you feel like you'd have to be more prepared if someone was going to finger your butthole opposed to penis up the butthole? No. You feel like it's the same standard. Well, um, uh, I uh, don't think they are um, uh, things that aren't mutually exclusive, you know? Right. Like you're It's doing... usually a sliding scale. Oh, it's a sli- <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Got it. Like it starts with one and then yeah. it goes, goes yeah. up. Yeah. It's like it does go up. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh my god. It's funny because like it's one of those things though like as I've gotten older that it honestly has lost so much of its appeal for me. Right. Like I it's just so much work. Mm-hmm. And it I I remember being young. Yeah. And thinking about what I was going to eat and what I was going... Like, you yeah, know, it literally... For, like, days. Yeah. And that was so miserable... Totally. ...that it almost... 99% of the time wasn't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was, like, so much overthought and preparation. Yeah. I'm like, if I... Like, am I going to hate myself for five days mm-hmm. just to have, like, three minutes of fun? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. No. No. <laughs> so it has lost a lot of its appeal for me right. as I have aged, yeah, I will. Yeah, it seems I like will. a lot of a buildup. Yeah. Me. I'm like, I got... I like everything. I have creaky bones yeah. now. Yeah. You're like, we can walk around the outside of winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're we can good. peruse. Was like yeah. maybe like the shoe aisle, but <laughs> okay. I'm curious about this. In a re- like speaking for my relationship, okay, I'm in a relationship where there's two vaginas present. A lot of the conversation, present. Yeah, present. <laughs> we do a roll call, yeah, just to make sure. <laughs> and then ran away. <laughs> a lot of our conversation regarding sex when we're like about to have sex or whatever, because unfortunately Julia and I have different timings of our period. Yeah. Um. Honestly, like you guys need to grow up. On I know that. we really do. It's six been years. Six years. Like it just won't. Say. The stars haven't aligned no. at this point. It won't. And they're right back to back. Like, she will be finishing her period, and, like, the day she's finishing, I will get my period. That's exhausting. It's so stupid. But, you know what? In some ways, it's it's bad, but in some ways, it's good, because then someone gets to be babied, because, like, there's a lot that comes with having a period. Right. It's I'm baby, then you're baby. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, if if we both had our period at the same time. Two babies trying to stumble around the house. Crying, miserable, bloated. Yeah, no parent inside. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. So, in some ways, it's a blessing. Otherwise, it's a curse. But a lot of our conversation regarding sex is during those times of the month where one of us might be on our period is the conversation, you know, when you're like, you know, making out, you're kind of getting going. It's like, are you still on your period? Right. Right. Because for us, we both prefer for ourselves to not be penetrated while on our period. Some people don't care for us. We don't prefer it. I won't enjoy it if I am. And, um, um, or like even like going down on like even if it's externally like I just can't get in the moment because I'm just thinking about my diva cup popping out in like the parting of the Red Sea. Fair, it's just yeah. Pouring everywhere, yeah. So it's a lot to think about. So I can't just like relax into it. That make, that one thing. makes sense for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so you know you're you're kind of getting going, and then it's like, oh, are you still in your period? Has your period started? Whatever it may yeah. be. And then that kind of, like, defines what the rest we both know we're comfortable with for the rest of the sex. Is for your relationship or gay men where there's two buttholes involved, is the conversation, like, are you ready to have 
anal sex or are you comfortable for that? Like, is that a similar kind of conversation? Like, how do you go into it knowing that someone is going to be comfortable and prepared to their level of, of comfort to have anal? Or do you just give it a try and they're like, no, nope, not tonight? Um, That can happen, absolutely. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of the time, like, somebody who uh, is bottoming in this situation, yeah. um, if they're, you know, making the money moves... Uh, right. towards something that's kind of a uh, mutual understanding that they're like good to go. Like turning over? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay. Or if they're like here's my butthole. Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure when they say out loud here's, here's my, my butthole, butthole, it kind of yeah. gives it away. You can kind of piece fine. it together <laughs> that they are interested in you. Here's my butthole not tonight though. <laughs> <laughs> Just look. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then there's also like the worst thing ever which is like Oh, God. Um, <laughs> which is, like, if it's moving towards that and yeah. somebody, either party, is not ready to go. Like, yeah. I've had times that, like, you literally, somebody's like, okay, I'll be back. And then you're just oh. kind of, like, you're chilling or they're chilling while you're, you know, sorting yourself out. Uh, which is, like, romance, bye. Gone. Cute, bye. Like, see, I'm just going to go stuff, bye. the poo out of my yeah. cavity. I'll see you in 45 minutes <laughs> as I squat <laughs> over the, the toilet, toilet until the water's clear. Oh, no, I hate that. <laughs> and then you come back, you're like, poo's gone. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? it's like, yeah, it's like the unspoken, like everyone knows what's happening. Yeah, and you're like, nice, but also like, oh. <laughs> really, that's similarly to... But not at all. Like, that's way more <laughs> But, like, the only thing I can associate with that is when, like, two um, people with vaginas are having sex and they want to include a strap on it, but that was maybe not initially prepared. Right. So then I'm, like, rummaging through the drawer and, like, trying to find the strap and then trying to, like, clip it on. Yeah. And trying to, like, oh, now it's not, oh, the clip undid. And then it's, like, that whole thing. And then you're, like, and it, there's nothing worse. Anyone listening that's done this can associate or relate to this. Like, there's nothing worse than fumbling around with a fake penis beside a bed. Like, nothing makes you feel less sexy than when it's, like, it's kind of falling off. Yeah. It's kind of like whenever, like, my dog's, like, excited to go for a walk. And mm. I'm like, here we go. And then <laughs> it takes me, like, 15 minutes to put their harness on because it's, like, so much math. And then my dog's like, I don't I don't even walk. care. The excitement's gone. Yeah. They're yeah. like, I don't, I'll just sleep. <laughs> Forget it. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I, I feel like we did. Uh, we did a pretty good on um, anal edition <laughs> deep dive but we have more to talk about absolutely we have a lot more so don't be going anywhere yeah. because um, sex part four is about to pop off <laughs> Okay. It hasn't yet. <laughs> that was just a warm up. That was right, a foreplay, right. if you will. Intro. Yeah. <laughs> Quick little intro. Yeah. Quick 33 minute intro. Now we're going to get into the good stuff. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Gabers, we're going to take a quick break to tell you about a company that Sean and I both love. It's called Care Of, and it's a customized vitamin plan that delivers right to your door. The vitamins are super high quality and they're individually wrapped, which makes it really easy to get into routine of taking daily vitamins. I personally think it's a cool little victory for the new year. It's something for yourself and it's catered to your unique health needs by taking their online quiz at takecareof.com. The quiz is fun. It's inclusive. It only takes five minutes. It asks you all sorts of questions about your own health goals um, and you personally, which means you get a customized vitamin plan for your needs. So for 50% off of your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code explain. 50. 
Again, for 50% off your first care of order, you can go to takecareof.com and enter code explain 50. Okay. So, um, this kind of rolls off of what I was just talking about, about like beginning conversations when you're having sex uh-huh. and I use conversation conversation, maybe the wrong word, but you know, cues that you're giving your partner. Yeah. So one thing that I wrote down that I don't think we've talked about from okay. my research, mm-hmm. uh, my homework that I did is how to initiate sex. Um, and obviously there's so many different ways, but I do think that there's like, Obvious, the thing that people talk about a lot, I mm-hmm. think, is the first time. Right. Okay? So, like, everyone knows that when you first start dating somebody or maybe you, like, meet someone at a bar and you go home with them, it's, like, that first time you're kind of, like, doing major, like, sussing out. Like, yeah. Because, obviously, consent is, is not only important but needed, but... You don't even want to embarrass yourself to even make the move for consent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's that first question where you're going for it or, you know, tr- starting to engage and you're getting consent. But even that's embarrassing if you if the person's, like, not into it at all. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, so that is talked about, I think, quite frequently and, like, something that is relatable. But what I want to talk about is once you're already in a relationship or you have been sleeping with someone for a while, how do you bring up wanting to have sex? The reason I bring this up is because, and I think you might have a different, I don't know, experience Mm -hmm. in the heteronormative landscape. I would say a lot of the time, and again, I am making a um, generalization. generalization. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> a lot of the time, it is the guy initiating. Yeah. Simply because the penis is getting hard. Yeah. So it's like an obvious Which, cue. like, happens too much for them. It really you know? happens all, yeah, yeah. all the time. But I do think for, like, a woman in a relationship with a man who has a penis, that is, like, kind of, like, if it's already in some way sensual and then a guy's, like, rock hard, yeah. it's, like, okay, there's, like, the signal right there that they're into it. Yeah. Or, like, you know, it's talking to my straight um, friends, they're, like, oh, I basically woke up with my boyfriend poking his penis into my butt, you know? Exhausting. Like, you know, like, yeah. where they're kind of grinding it against them, so they're, like, okay, you want to have sex. Yeah. Whereas, like, if I roll over and I'm, like, holding Julia in the morning... And, like, there's nothing to be like, hello, I'm like ready. caressing her with two fingers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I think that in a, like, heteronormative landscape, there's, for one, like, kind of this, like, understanding that, like, guys are super horny and they're always going to want to, like, chase the girl that they're with and yeah. they want to, like, have sex with her a lot. Uh, again, generalizing. And that they're going to kind of, like, initiate or it's going to be, like, obvious because they're going to, like, have a heart on or whatever it may be. But, like, I feel like, and I feel like this happens a lot for especially um, queer women couples, there's this old phrase that is lesbian deathbed. Yes. And there's this, like, weird thing that kind of, like, happens to a lot of people where they stop understanding how to let their partner know in a sexy way that they're interested. Right. Does it have to be a sexy way, though? I don't think it... And this is what I want to talk about, because actually, last night, I had sex. Oh, my God. Good for you. I love having sex. Isn't it fun? (laughs) Isn't it fun when you have sex, and the next day, you're like, I had sex last night. That's Uh, so great. Okay. Okay. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Okay, for me, it's a lot of fun. And um, 
last night, it I thought it was fantastic, and I wanted to like kind of bring this up because I wanted to normalize it for people. Okay. Because I think a lot of people think that they've got to like do the whole lingerie or like maybe like they're watching a movie and then they start like you know rubbing their leg and like, yeah. it has to be this like really sexy, sexy like natural buildup because I think a lot of the times earlier on in relationships that's how it is. That's how it is because there's that like spark like. Um, you know, lusting and a lot of like the first times that you're watching movies together or like hanging out privately, it's kind of like obvious that you're going to have sex. So it's yeah. already like known. And then it just like kind of happens more naturally. And I think for a lot of, I mean, there's just the whole um, rumor. I think there is a lot of truth to it, but there's like so much hyper sex sexualization for gay men. Yeah. And I think a lot of, gay couples do have basically what you talked about mm. as the heterosexual norm of it yeah. multiplied by two. Yes. Like one person's like, my dick's doing its thing and then yeah. the other person's like, your dick's doing its thing and now my dick's doing its thing, yes. seeing your dick, so that's kind of what it's, it is. Yeah. But I think like moving through a relationship like it, uh, it doesn't have to be sexy. I honestly think that like people mm. should have boards Yeah. and every I'm morning interested. you get up and yeah. you Flip say you say yes, no. Yeah. Am oh, I looking I like for that. sex today? Yes, no. Oh. AM or PM, and then oh, maybe a write-in section. What you want? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not this even kidding so, you. This is so you though. I, like, I just love the idea of you having your like little board. And yeah. You go, like get your coffee. And then you're like then watching you're, like, a movie together, and like their hands on your thigh, and, and then you like, consult oh. the board though, and you're like, oh, it's an, it's just a cute hand thigh, not like because yeah. today was a no. Today was a no. Yeah. I like that. And they, can they go? They can go change the board halfway they can, through the absolutely, day. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I yeah. really like that. Yeah. Because it still kind of keeps that like naturalness. Yeah. You both know what each other wants, which keeps the natural. Totally. To and it. then like maybe you have a few changes per day, and you, if you see someone walking to the board, you're like, hmm. oh, what are they doing? Yeah. What They're are they adjusting. doing? They're yeah. adjusting. It's like when you're like, like <laughs> waiting for the results for like a high school play. And yeah. You go and, like look at the list, but it's like the board. But actually, though, I think at at some point it becomes more of a conversation. I don't. I don't know. Like, Anyhow, yeah. Yeah. So last night, what happened, and I why I wanted to bring it up is to normalize this. Is like you, no, you wanted like a, a yippee. A yippee. I had sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that too. But like a lot of the time, we have sex. It's still like you know, it just comes up. Like, yeah. It's not to say that. But last night. I was setting up RuPaul's Drag Race to watch. And, you know, like, when you've been in a relationship for a while, you have your shows that you watch, you have your things that you do, and they're not sexy anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm not sitting down watching RuPaul's Drag Race thinking about having sex with you halfway through. I want to actually watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, who is going home <laughs> yeah. tonight? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I need to focus. Julia, like, says, like, three words to me during, I'm like, what do they say? What do they say? Like, I need to listen. Okay. So... You know, those things take away their sexiness, right? So I'm setting it up. Julie's, you know, got us our little snack, whatever. And then she just, like, literally, like, as I'm, like, setting up the show, she, like, taps me on the shoulder. She's like, do you want to have sex with me? And I was like, absolutely. And then we went to the bedroom. Why, yes. And, yeah, why, yes. I would actually <laughs> quite enjoy yeah. having sex with you. But it was so, like, non quote unquote non-typically sexy in the way she asked but it was actually very sexy because it was very just direct totally and it was very just chill like do you want to have sex with me right now and I was like yeah. I, would, I, I would, would love to absolutely be delighted <laughs> yeah. to, to join you in the venture right I'd now. be honored <laughs> yeah, exactly so I wanted to say that for like some couples listening that are like maybe like stressed about how to bring up sex yeah because I have a lot of friends that have been in long term relationships that kind of like struggle with that 
because they feel like they have to do some big elaborate thing in order to keep it like fresh or sexy and that's fun too like to like do some like surprise lingerie or like whatever the hell but like as you said it's also very like two-sided so like sometimes i feel like it kind of leads people to disappointment that they could like that night like set up like some big like romantic yeah oh i'm gonna have sex tonight you build up in your mind you're wearing lingerie and all this stuff and the other person's just not feeling it that night yeah and i like i am not a super sexual person at all never have been probably never will be Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and I've had relationships because, like I spoke about, a yeah. lot of the time with gay men, it kind of works mm-hmm. as, you know, my penis is doing the thing. Yeah. Are we going to do the thing? And I've had relationships that I've felt the need to um, execute right. <laughs> on all of those situations. Yeah. And I grew to eventually resent the person because I felt like it wasn't mm-hmm. as much of a conversation as I yeah, sh- you, as it should as be. You felt comfortable yeah, yeah, I almost felt like guilted into it in some ways. Yeah. Not that sounds like I'm not putting a problematic gaze on it. I uh, just no, want to No, but I understand that. what you're saying that you felt like it was almost relationship ex- equals sex, so I'm supposed to want to have sex all the time with this person if I love them. Yeah, I think a absolutely. lot of people in relationships Yeah, that. so like I I've had relationships like that and I think that left me jaded for sex in a lot of ways and yeah so i think it should definitely be you know bring the board out bitch it's hard it's hard to feel that way when there's a board (laughs) that's so true yeah but yeah like i love that and i also love as a second option again the direct question because it gave me the opportunity to say no and i also want to empower people out there to say no if they want to say no it doesn't mean you love the person less in a relationship and i mean this is something that i had to learn with yeah uh time Mm -hmm. but if they feel that way then clearly there's a miscommunication on how you feel about things. A hundred percent. So if they're guilting you... If they're um, being like, why, you don't think I'm sexy and stuff? Like, yeah. that's a whole issue. Like, yeah. you need to talk clearly to Clearly you have that. different feelings on sex. On so sex. That, yeah. Because, like, there are nights that the last thing I would want to do is have sex. Oh. I want to watch 18 episodes of this show. Yeah. I want to, like, eat eight tons of food and then I want to fall or if you're asleep. gay you just want to eat something yeah you know there are nights true. I want to eat <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and you deserve those thank you <laughs> alright well that wraps us up on sex part 4 I had other things in my phone that we why haven't talked why don't we do on. sex part 5 in like a few episodes since okay, it's, we should. Been, it's, it's been, been so long. two years of this and one. this was so fun it is fun yeah. I love talking about light stuff like this I like talking about like I think this is important yeah I'm I like talking about important things too, but I think sex is important. I think it's good to normalize talking about sex. Totally. Sex being spun and consensual. Yeah, and queer (laughs) sex that like a lot of people don't get a lot of those conversations. But yeah, I hope you all enjoy listening to this. Again, if you do, please rate us five stars, five stars only. If it's going to be less than five stars, forget I said anything. Um, (laughs) Wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, send to your um, friends and your grandma. And (laughs) also make sure to go follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Jaunt.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. And until next time, we will see See you around around the the gay gay How fun. So fun. (laughs)